Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huttle. Before our story, this word from Fibber and Molly. Hey, Molly, what's a 15-letter word meaning friend? 15-letter word? Mm-hmm. Heavenly days, McGee. What do you think I am, a 24-volume encyclopedia? Okay, if you can't answer it, kiddo, I'll figure it out for myself. Hey, just a minute, McGee. Could it be two words like prudential agent? He's certainly a good friend of ours. Mm, let me see. Prudential... Say, you got something there. Of course it's prudential agent. Isn't he just about the friendliest guy we know? He sure is. You know, he's one man who's happiest when he's busy helping other people plan a more secure future for their family, when he's showing you how to get the most for your life insurance dollar. Yes, and how you can make all those wonderful retirement dreams come true. Of course, he's also Johnny on the spot if any real trouble comes your way. Among the first to bring you the kind of help you need when you need it most. Take our advice, friends, and get in touch with your prudential agent tomorrow. Come what may, you'll find him one of the best friends your family ever had. A little discussion is underway at 79 Westville Vista, and it sounds like this. And I'll do it, Molly. I told you I'd do it, and when I tell you I'll do something, I do something. But when will you do it? I've been asking you to wash that front window for weeks now. Well, I will. I'll wash it. Don't worry. Grocery boy! I've been a little busy with things, but I'll get it done. I'll do it. But when? You've been promising to do it for three weeks now, but so far... I've rung your order, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Hi. What's he been promising to do for three weeks now, but so far, daughter? Behave yourself? No, no, no. This is just a little discussion we're having. Nothing now for you to worry about, sir. No, it isn't. So you just trot along and peddle your groceries. We'll work it out without your help. Okay, Johnny. But you ought to do it, like daughter says. It sure needs it. You see there, even the old-timer noticed how dirty that wind is. What window? The front one, the one we're talking about. Isn't that what you meant? Oh, 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 the front window. Huh, needs washing. Yeah, sure does. I was going to say the grass needs cutting, <laughs> but it worked out okay this way. <laughs> ah. So that's what the discussion's all about, huh? Well, sir, daughter, I'm on your side this time. Thank you. Sure is dirty, ain't it? Oh. It certainly is. I wanted to wash it myself two weeks ago, but McGee wouldn't let me. Well, you can't reach it from the ground, and you know how rickety that little stepladder of ours is. Just as soon as I get a new handle for my hammer so I can fix the ladder, I'll wash the window. I'll wash it myself. Look, Mr. Oldtimer, do you think you could ask your customers and see if you could borrow a small stepladder for me today? Molly, I'm going to do it. I'll wash it just as soon as a- I... Any little ladder now, just four or five steps high will do. Why, sure, daughter. I'll look around and see. I'd certainly appreciate it, because after the news I heard today, it's going to be a little drafty in here till that window is washed. News? Drafty? What are you talking about? Well, it seems the Snell sisters across the street are coming back home this afternoon. Oh. Is that so? Those the gossipy old gals that sit at their front window? That's right, yes. And those two can take a little thing like a dirty window and build it up into the sequel to Tobacco Road with me playing the lead to Sloppy Sal. Oh, now, aren't you exaggerating? I'm taking no chances. I'm going to raise this window. 
So if people do look over here, they can see through it for a change. Oh, but gee whiz, Molly, it's, it's cold in here. Uh, pretty breezy. Well, the wind is going to stay up so we can see through it until one or the other of us washes it. Well, I know which one or the other it's going to be, daughter. So I'll get going on my grocery route and bring that ladder back for you. Molly, please, can't we close No. The... Get your warm sweater. My mind is made up. What size ladder was that you wanted, daughter? Never mind. I'll wash the window. One about five steps high. I don't want one too big now. I said I'll do it, Molly. Okay, daughter. Anything else you need? No, I've got a sponge and a chamois. I'm going over to Mabel Toops's for a while, but when you get back with the ladder... Molly, I'll, I'll do it. I'll wash I'll it. I'll find one someplace for you and bring it right over, daughter. Good. Doggone it. Don't you believe me, Molly? I keep telling you, I'll wash the window. When? Well, just as soon as I possibly can. I gotta put a new handle in my hammer so I can fix the stepladder and then I'll wash the window. I promise. Now let's pull it down before I can. Leave my... it up. I'll wash it myself when I get back. Honestly. <laughs> That's wedded bliss for you, daughter. Like Confucius used to say, Bong hung bong gong long gook 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 gee suey. Or, marriage like plate of chow mein. Look good, very exciting. But you never know what you're getting into. <laughs> See you later with the ladder, Sloan. Back to Westville Vista in a minute. Don't miss this year's special spring offer from Dial Soap. A genuine leather clutch bag for just two wrappers and one dollar, including tax. A regular 350 value, it's a combination handbag and zippered billfold of soft, supple leather. The type featured in fashion magazines. Comes in five wonderful spring colors. Scarlet flame, spring green, pastel pink, lemon yellow, champagne. Carry it alone as a handbag or in your purse. Cleans easily with a damp cloth, grows lovelier with use. Such a bargain you'll want several colors and extras for party prizes. You'll find order blanks in stores, in ads in magazines and Sunday papers, or order direct. For each clutch bag, just enclose a $1 bill and two dial wrappers, regular or bath size. Print your name, address, and colors wanted. Send to dial box 7967, Chicago 77. That's dial box 7967, Chicago 77. Save money. Order your genuine leather clutch bag right away. This is the way to wash a window. Wash a window, wash a window. This is the way to wash a window. Now, who the heck can that be? Just a minute, I'm coming. I'll get this done before Molly gets home, so... Hi, Sonny, it's me. Oh, hi, Doc. Or more properly, I should say, it is I. Or even more properly, in your case, you could say, it is us. It's very amusing. How'd you get your shirt and vest all wet? I hope you weren't in the midst of drowning yourself and I interrupted you. Because, gee, I'll go away and you go ahead, or better still, I'll come along and hold your head underwater and Relax, see George, unlax. I'm merely doing a little job. Molly's over Toops's, and I want to surprise her when she gets back, so I'm washing the front window, the one that she can't reach from the outside. And being the genius you are, you figured out a way to wash it from the inside, huh? You said it, boy. This I gotta see. Follow me, doctor. Molly was gonna do this job herself as soon as the old-timer borrows her a ladder, but I got it licked. See? Well, I'll be... This is a stroke of genius. You merely took the entire window out to wash it, huh? You betcha. 
I don't fool around. I just spread me a bunch of newspapers on the floor, and I sit right here in my easy chair. And while I wash the window, I read the sports section through the clean part. <laughs> McGee, you truly have a fabulous brain. Thank you, Doctor. How they ever stuffed it into such a small pointed head is a great medical mystery. <laughs> Can't just compliment a genius without following it up with an insult, eh? I know your game, Doctor. You know my game? What does that sage remark mean? Well, I'll tell you. You mind if I keep working on this window pane while I do? Carry on. But explain that remark. Hand me that chamois. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Well, it's simple, George. I've been reading up on the psychology of the average balding male past 40 who weighs over 200 pounds in his stock and feet that graduated from medical school whose mother lives with him and thinks he's another Madame Curie. In the large size, of course. What? Don't interrupt. Hand me the glass cleaner. Thanks. Are. Now, I'll be first to admit this average balding male over 40, and I won't mention his weight again because he's sensitive about it, is doing real well as a doctor. Well, thanks. As a successful practice, makes a fortune... Many times is called on to speak at various medical functions. Well... So, therefore, we can only come to one conclusion. The reason this average balding male, and I think I gave him the benefit of 25 or 30 pounds anyway, goes around insulting the higher type of geniuses like myself is very obvious. It is, huh? Yeah, doctor, you've got an inferiority complex. Oh, for the love Science of... Science proves it. You figure that by tearing other people down, you build yourself up. Judging by the size of that great slab of flab your mother calls George, you must have been building on it for years. Thank you for your brilliant scientific explanation. Ah, there we are, all finished. Look at that window sparkle. Now all i got to do is put it back up, nail the molding around it, and she's finished. Now wait, wait. Don't do anything till I run home and get my camera. I want a picture of you in that window. You do? Well... Yes, I'd like to show my friends what one big pane looks like standing next to another. So long, bullnose. <laughs> There's your window, kiddo. Clean and closed. How you like it? Wonderful. Just great. Now we can keep it closed all the time and be proud of how it looks. Wasn't very hard, was it? Not once I got started, it wasn't. I'm just kind of a slow starter. Ah, but you finish with a rush. Won't the old-timer be surprised when he comes by? He was so sure I'd have to wash that window myself. Speak of the devil, and he's pulling up out in front in the truck right now. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Ah, and he's got the little ladder with him, too. I'm sorry I put him to all that trouble, but... Look at the size of the ladder. It's just a step stool. Yeah. I couldn't have reached with that little thing anyhow. Although it was nice of him to... Oh, right, daughter! I brought your ladder. Well, thanks a lot, Mr. Oldtimer, but I don't need it now. Thought you would. That's why I hurry. He can't hear a word I'm saying. Would you open the window, dearie, and explain that you decided... I'm on the grocery route, kid, so I'll just pitch it in through the open window. Catch it, too. No, no, no! no! Oh, dear. Well, I'll be dad burned. He'd done it. Johnny cleaned the window. I, I I thought it was still open. Of all the silly things oh, I... Oh, no, no, don't get sore, kids. Ah. Gee whiz, who'd ever thought he'd wash that window for your daughter? It's his fault, changing his personality like that without warning people. That, that. Deborah and Molly will be right back. Tuesday night is your night to hear another of the great hour-long radio adaptations of one of Hollywood's smash film successes. 
Glamorous stars and glittering personalities give top performances on Lux Radio Theater, heard over NBC. Each week, star and story combine to give you a memorable hour of radio listening. Make a date to hear Lux Radio Theater Tuesdays on NBC. And for another high in radio entertainment, NBC brings you Jack Webb in Dragnet. Long a listening favorite, Dragnet continues to bring you radio realism at its exciting best. Be sure you hear Jack Webb as Joe Friday on Dragnet Tuesdays on NBC. All cases are taken from the files of the Los Angeles Police Department. And for added listening enjoyment, you'll find that whimsical MC Art Linkletter proving once again that people are funny. So for drama, suspense, and a merry laugh, listen to NBC Tuesdays for Lux Radio Theater, Dragnet, and People Are Funny. Hey, Molly, we got a three-cent stamp? Stamp? For what? I got a great idea how I can get our fire insurance company to pay for that new window. Our fire insurance company? Yeah. What's the first thing firemen do when they arrive at a burning house? Break a window, right? That's what it says in the comic books. Well, I'm going to make them a deal. A deal? Yeah. If they'll pay for this window now, when we do have a fire, I'll personally see to it that the firemen only come in through the door, see? Then we'll be even. I like that idea. Well... That's what I thought. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Well, you regular listeners know that McGee and Doc have a habit of insulting one another, even though it's tongue-in-cheek. But tomorrow, Mrs. McGee gets a little tired of it and makes himself promise to be nice to the doctor. And Doc's mother makes him promise the same. You'd never guess how it turns out. Or would you? This is John Wald inviting you back tomorrow night to see if you're right. Good night. Laugh with Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, the great Gildersleeve, that is, tonight on the NBC Radio Network.